It is episode 109. Today we're going to have a mini Ignite recap, as opposed to our normal multi-hour Ignite shows. <laughs> and uh, we're just going to banter a little bit. I am Michael Askins, architect technologist, and this is the IT Pro Tech Talk. In the sidecar, co-piloting in the studio I have with me. Dev. There we go. Thank you. <laughs> we got to get back to that. We didn't in the last one. So... <laughs> I, I I was waiting for it, but you just went ahead and announced I was there. So like, okay, well. I just plowed last time. <laughs> <laughs> we needed to, we needed to get it out, man. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So uh, we're super casual today in the remote offices. Uh, day job has us, uh, you know, kind of heads down a little bit today. I've been doing a lot of uh, a lot of planning and a lot of uh, a lot of write ups, and uh, I know you have as well. And so we wanted to take a minute and say, okay, a week ago, we had Inspire. Inspire, that's the partner program. Ignite, <laughs> I, always, I always screw those up. Um, so here we are, and we're ready to go. Um, so initial impressions, I'm going to socialize mine first. Um, normally, I'd toss to you first, but I, wanna, I want to uh, kind of get it out of the way. Go for it. Um, it was a true hybrid event. It still felt disconnected. Uh, it looked very small in person, which would be okay. I was found wanting for some technical nuggets. Um, now, I know we sit through the partner program or the partner conferences, and we, we, we hear a lot, and we get drip-fed throughout the year, all the new stuff that comes down the pike. Um, but there wasn't that much heavy you know, 400, 600 level um, stuff, unless you had some of those, had a question or wanted to just sit in on a round table, you had to, you know, apply to go to. Uh, I felt that there was a, a little bit of a disconnect. It seemed uh, more along the lines of, uh, of the pure marketing as opposed to let's bring the tech community together. At least that's what I experienced from uh, what my feeling is from the, the sessions that I sat in on. Um, specifically, you know, the, the zero trust and the zero trust with Cisco, I thought they would go a lot deeper than they did. And, um, they did not. So uh, again, I'm not saying it was a, a failed event. It was good. There was a lot of good stuff, the messaging getting out there. There was some technical things here and there, uh, a little bit more enlightenment on what's rebranded. What, <laughs> you know, I mean, we have to, we should have a conference just for that because, you know, mm -hmm. things get, get named and rebranded all the time. Um, so that was important. There was some, there was some technical stuff that I did get, but it wasn't as heavy as it usually is. That's what I thought. What were your initial impressions? Yeah, it was interesting because for someone who has attended multiple Ignite events, but never in person. <laughs> um, yeah, the, the hybrid piece of it was interesting because, and obviously we were fully remote and digital for, 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 for the event. Um, but the, it did feel somewhat a little disconnected a little bit. Um, it was just, you know, and I, I think, and I don't know if this is going to be the model moving forward, well, um, mm -hmm. but you know, because there was the, the one in place in Seattle, then there was, I think some other locations across the globe that they were, were having different, I don't know if you want to call them pop-up or centers or whatever you want to call it, but each geo um, had their own, like France yeah. had one, New Jeremy, like each major geo had their own in-person event. Yeah. So, you know, I thought that was interesting. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, from a technical perspective, it was, it was light, 
it was light. I mean, it was definitely more like, which I'm going to, you know, get into some criticism that I had is that like, I feel like a, we're going to announce the premium features today and, <laughs> and uh, slap a premium tag on, on certain things, you know, as far as uh, whether it be mm. or, or Microsoft teams or, or whatever the case may be. But there was a lot of that. It was, I think it was light on, like you said, we, we get drip fed throughout the year on things that are coming down the line, but, I feel like from a there was not a lot of uh, bang or flash announcements, which I mean maybe it's hard for them to do that every year, um, but you know I, I think that there was definitely like as far as the sessions go was more kind of just talking about what was being announced, not really any deep dive on technical sessions. There was a couple I did a couple of the roundtables. Um, I actually I missed one because I, I was stuck in a meeting, but. Um, <laughs> But the one I thought the one that was super interesting for me was uh, their uh, for uh, user provisioning to Azure AD from whether it be your HR systems or whatever the case may be, they're developing a new API for that. Um, much needed. Much needed. Um, so I, I thought that was really interesting. That was kind of just a net kind of like showing it to the world essentially or to whoever's on the, the team's meeting. But um, that kind of got bashed on the call, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. Um, I feel like it was a left a lot to be wanting, uh, desired from the people really working in that field yep. or working in that you know area every day. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, it wasn't a lot of deep dive stuff. I, I would agree with you. I mean, it was more you know showy and like marketing, like like uh, like you said, yeah. which well, is you know it's, there's nothing wrong with that inherently, but it's not what we've come to expect. I think from Ignite. Yeah. Yeah, where you can go and, you know, sit in on, on like in the old days in person, you know, even back to MMS, you know, you go and do some labs and then you go and you sit in on a session, you know, maybe if it's something you're not familiar with, you sit on a 100. If it's something you're really familiar, sit on a 400 level or higher. And, you know, that's just not there, though. That being said, there was value there. Like I said, you know, there was a lot of value there. Hearing the messaging and the direction that they're going is is really important. Um, especially from a security perspective, you know, it's super yeah. important to understand that. Um, so if you're on more on the business side or if you need to make sense of it, this was extremely valuable to you yeah. um, because it helped you make sense of the ecosystem. Uh, and again, we ha- we're looking at through the lens of being drip fed and living, you know, a thousand percent in the, that's not possible, but you know, <laughs> the majority of our time in this world, <laughs> Um, so, so that, that was a little bit, uh, a little bit, the, 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 the departure. Now, I don't know how they can ever go back to a, a pure on-prem or inside in-person event. I don't know how they could do that now after no. they let the genie out of the bottle of <laughs> everybody can participate at some degree. Mm-hmm. Um, it also makes it harder to say, Hey, let's allocate $8,000 a person and put them on a plane and ship them down. It's not 8,000 for the conference. It's like, what is it? Like 1,500 plus flight, plus room, plus transportation. It might, it might end up being that by the time it's all said and done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so we have we usually have a partner event in person. Yeah. And so it's usually, for, for me, it's usually anywhere between 8 and 15. Um, like what, at labs before we did the whole merger stuff. Um, I went down just as, and it was straight out of, right out of the, con- it was 17,000 bucks because we had a venue, we had lots of top tier food and we like brought a lot of people, you know, so 
it can. And then on top of that, there's the customers down there and you'll maybe you'll one night you don't have an event. You're going to take them to dinner or something if they're right. open. So like you add all of that up. Right. Um, but that being said, that's partner side. But if you're just an attendee, uh, you know, coming from corp enterprise, what have you, it's definitely not that. <laughs> um, but again, that being said, there was value there. Uh, I think making sense of the ecosystem, making announcements about the new upcharging that's going to occur for certain products. Um, that has to happen. Now, that being said, again, they had the surface event leading into it. I thought it was interesting. That was interesting. <laughs> yeah. So um, top takeaways. Now, I, I don't want to spoil uh I'm going to put a big asterisk here. I don't want to spoil something that's coming up next week by giving away all my, all my, Hey, this is what happened there. You know, because we have it for the day job, uh, our primary and anchor sponsor um, solutions for networks. We have an event, a post ignite event where we're going to talk uh, a little bit about, you know, the top things about Microsoft teams you need to know coming out of a ignite. Some of the top things around, you know, infrastructure and Azure, uh, you know, that general space, we're going to, touch on that, but also heavy security. So we're going to have a lot of conversation around that. So we're going to have an event uh, for that. Hey, if, if you want to attend, you know, put it in the doobly do, <laughs> you know, message me on LinkedIn. Uh, we can get you what that looks like uh, from a venue perspective. If you're, you're in the general uh, mid Atlantic area and you're, or in the general Pittsburgh area, we can, we can help you out. Uh, but again, it was okay. It was for, for a real hardcore tech in this space. It, it was good to reaffirm messaging. It was good to get alignment and branding. Uh, it's great for the business side. It's great for new IT leaders. It was great for those who aren't familiar with the ecosystem or just getting into new parts of the ecosystem. It was brilliant for them. Uh, it was wonderful. So that, that's my overall and I think you you agree with it from what you're saying. Is uh, let's give a little teaser on maybe a big takeaway from a tech tech perspective that you picked up. Uh, what what did you catch uh, from a a tech perspective for either the give a give a business side and maybe a technical side uh, takeaway that you had? Yeah, I mean, I, I think the the both the business and technical piece of it are kind of aligned for me. And I, I think, as you would agree, that it was this ignite was probably when we're looking at it from what what vector they're coming from was heavy security i think as far mm -hmm. as what they were pushing as far as um i think it was probably security modern work and then i probably infrastructure was the last on the list that i, I would think yeah um, a little, little light on the standard azure stuff yeah um but yeah from a technical side i, I think the you know a lot of the security stuff around intune and endpoint manager as far as what's going on there as far as i think the um I forget what the, I think it's privileged identity management now, mm -hmm. as far as dynamically uh, elevating users for admin privileges um, to install yep. apps, whether it be a business reason or something like that. I think that's pretty critical. It's pretty cool. And I, I think that kind of helps on the business side too, because that kind of saves your admins time, you know, saves money essentially for them having to go help people install apps or whatever the case may be. Um, for, for, for from that standpoint, you know, it's a minor thing, but it, a lot of that stuff adds up over time. Oh, absolutely. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, that, that was one of the biggest things I, that I, I took away as I think from a security standpoint that there's a lot of stuff they're pushing out. Obviously, you know, Microsoft Defender for cloud, 
Um, I think that we're going to see how that's going to explode. I think in the, over the next, you know, short amount of time, especially with a lot of organizations going some level of hybrid cloud or hybrid cloud and on-prem or, you know, all the above um, yep. as far as protecting all those workloads and, and things like that across, all, across those things. Um, I think it's going to be, see a lot of interest and buzz around that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, I, those are the two big takeaways for me. I mean, I think that the security was the, the highlight of the, uh, of the event for me. Yeah, for sure. So there's, there, I was confused. I thought I was uh, in the Wayback Machine there for a minute on one of the one of the announcements slash big uproar of like, check this cool thing out that we have now, this new thing, and it was Loop. Uh, mm-hmm. Loop, Loop was released already. <laughs> you know, it was, it was. I was scratching my head. I was like, what? Loop Loop has been Loop components have been out since last ignite. Yeah, I think the components. The actual like whatever what is probably gonna be loop.microsoft.com or whatever it's gonna be. Um, I don't think that was released, but yeah, the components like in Teams have been there as far as like tables or yeah parts, whatever. But I don't think well, actually, paragraph parts, you know, different parts yeah. that are in it, and it's all uh it's super cool. I dig it. And I've been I've been chomping at the bit to have this done. It's kind of like having a one note clipboard slash shareable chunks of things. Um, and I'm not doing it a service. I'm doing it a massive disservice by calling it that. Uh, but just think of, you know, a, a note taking tool that you can just start collaborating on little chunks of here's a bullet list. That's, you know, maybe you and I are collaborating on and I just grab that bullet list and include it in a deliverable for a customer. And then, you know, maybe myself and somebody else are working on a paragraph, uh, you know, and we're working on it in teams together. And, you know, we figure I grab that and pull that in and there's places that you can centralize all of that with the full loop product. But right now components, they've been out. Um, so I was in what they showed was the same thing they showed last time. I, I thought it would have been released by now, um, but apparently it has not. <laughs> so that leaves us wanting for more. Um, but, you know, be that as it may, uh, I'm doing a lot of be that as it may mm-hmm. uh, today. So <laughs> but uh, one of the other things I wanted to bring up is um, what I'm getting to be my OCD ire of Viva. Um, I love what Viva can do. Um, you know, aside from when Topics first was available and I had to, you know, pull my hair out a little bit to figure out how to make that do what I wanted it to do. Um, every day I get that little Viva notification. How was your day? <laughs> <laughs> and I miss it a lot of the times. And there's all these unread messages in Teams from Microsoft Viva. And so I got to go in and I got to answer everyone just so I can clear the board. So my OCD gets me on that one, but uh, that is uh, getting scaled more capability, a lot more stuff in that space. I'm not going to talk too much about it because I think we're going to have Mr. Snyder on for a Viva episode. So we'll, we'll, we'll get the little fish hook out and uh, snag him and bring him over uh, for, for a full Viva. But there was a lot of conversation around that. Uh, one of the other things that was is was you know again emphasized um, was the you know hybrid work and better ways to work and dynamics and call centers and here's the uh, here's the plug for one of the next shows that we're going to be re- recording next week. Uh, Chris Bomba from Solutions, our anchor sponsor, is going to be on, and we're going to do an episode on Microsoft Dynamics. Microsoft Teams and WebEx Contact Center. 
uh, how they all can work together. So uh, this is just a little teaser on what's coming down the line. So if you have a small scale to large scale contact center and or need integration with Teams and or integration with Dynamics 365, that is the listen to uh, podcast. So if you are a listener and you have, and that's not in your purview, but you know somebody that is, we would be grateful if you share the show with them because this will be right in their wheelhouse. Um, I know we saw this uh, in, in practicality being used and I'll tell you, I was impressed and I'm not going to go much further than that. You can give me a, a one-liner if you can, Mr. Dev. Impressive is the word. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, just how everything flowed and everything was pretty, it was pretty, it was pretty interesting. And I, I think it's a, I think people would find it very interesting and useful for if they're using those products. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so going back to the the thread that we were talking about, and again, I don't want to, you know, place what we're going to do next week from an event perspective underneath the tree and like totally overshadow it with, you know, bringing up purview was a big conversation, you know, how to handle, you know, security, how to handle identity. You had mentioned just in time administration, for the end user, um, you know, Windows 11 is being really tooled down pretty tight. Anything you want to bring up on that? Yeah, I mean, I, I think, I think in general, from the security, I think from a you have Microsoft Entra now, Microsoft Purview, and what Priva, I believe. Yep. I think it's going to be interesting to see. I feel like up until now, they haven't done it really at least for me, a great job of defining those three things and like how what's coupled with them and things like that and what's being called that and all that good stuff. But I, th I think this event was a step in the right direction for mm -hmm. that, I think. Um, because, it, you know, obviously Azure AD is rolling into Entra sort of and but like there's other workloads, but Azure AD is still kind of sitting there. So it's all very interesting. I, I know what they're trying to do, but I think this event was a step in the right direction as far as kind of figuring demystifying out it, right? It, demystifying <laughs> it, yeah. Um, which I still find the names very funny, but uh, <laughs> but, uh, but uh, yeah, no, I, I think the they're definitely pushing Windows 11. I mean, which obviously rightfully so. That means a new operating system, but um, I think they're the, the, some of a lot of the security stuff they're adding, like the I believe the privilege identity management for just in time elevation of access is exclusive to Windows 11. I don't believe you can do that with Windows 10, I think, from what I understood. Um, so, another reason for organizations to move to Windows 11. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, and I think, you know, that I think that's obviously they're going to start making a lot of these security features exclusive to Windows 11, which, you know, makes sense. But, yeah. You know, and, and, they're expanding it to your SKUs in 365, right? So one of the one of the announcements was uh, Defender for Business is now going to be a standalone product, and it's also going to be integrated as part of 365 Biz Premium for that mid tier company to SMB, uh, which is huge, right? So we yeah. do a lot of lot of conversations around making sure organizations are shored up, making sure they're uh, you know where they need to be, uh, and there's a lot of license ads usually. So it's it's good to see that they're including, um, they've always had some level of security across the ranks, but uh, it's good to see this particular Defender for Business uh, being rolled into that. Um, and, you know, one of the things I want to, you know, kind of call out is, you know, one of the, we, we may be already in it. We may be heading towards it. We may be close to being near a recession type economy, right? So that's at least yeah. what all the econ economists are saying, right? 
So I was doing some, uh, I did an interview for an organization about tech in, in the upcoming uh, way it looks. And, and I'll just kind of give you some thoughts, you know, you know, we're sliding into this unknown economy, um, not in a scary way, you know, there's just spending and this is not an economy or economist podcast. So I'm not going to get there. <laughs> I'm not going to go there to say, Hey, we businesses are worried and concerned and they're being judicious. Right. So we need to be able to do more with less. Uh, this has been my mantra. If anybody's ever heard me speak, it's, I've always said, do more with less, realize what you have and potentially offset costs and or re regain and recoup costs. So, you know, now's the time for organizations to kind of sharpen their pencil, roll up their sleeves uh, and enlist uh, someone who can help you identify where your tech spend is and do uh, that rationalization to do that uh, benefit realization to say, you know, we're spending all this on licensing here. We can get the same thing either from Microsoft or not, or whatever the insert vendor there. Uh, let's retool how we think and try to be a little more judicious with our spend. Um, and that was one of the things that, you know, in some of the keynotes they were talking about, you know, sustainability, but also hybrid work and how are we handling, you know, the unknown economy that's coming down, down the track. And, you know, there's not a great takeaway from Ignite for that. But what the takeaway that I got was, is that the enablement of a lot of these products, the, again, like we just talked about having some of this included with certain SKUs, you know, that extra dollar that we added on or $2 we added on, you're getting, you know, exponential amount of features for that extra dollar or two. Are you taking advantage of them? Um, yeah. You know, it, or, you know, when we look at it from a security perspective, uh, you have an IOT or an OT network. Are you, do you have the stuff in place to secure that? Uh, there's, you know, maybe for an incremental ad, you can harden that and make it a little more secure and then not have to spend, you know, lots of zeros on a, on a point solution that is only going to solve that one problem where you can get that single pane of glass. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on board with that mindset. I've always have been, but even more so now And the messaging that has come out around some of these products are, you know, like power platform is low code, no code. You can get a lot to your organization. There was a lot of power platform sessions. Yeah. Um, so, you know, they're out there for what, 60, 90 days, these sessions in your backpack to watch. And so if you, if you didn't download them or you didn't register or what have you try to get access to those, um, because, you're going to find that there's tools that you're paying for in your 365 or things that you have in your Azure that for a small incremental cost that you can have that d defender for cloud protection where you don't have to pay a point solution with a lot of zeros to it. Um, you know, Sentinel's near and dear to my heart from the same perspective because it grew up and it got beat up and it grew up and it got beat up and all seam tools need to be in that mode of we're going to grow up and then we're going to get beat up on what we're doing and how we're doing it. We just don't want to report and have a dashboard. We want to be able to remediate and have automation and things in place. So that was the other takeaway is, is that it's super robust now and integrated with Microsoft and non-Microsoft platforms. Um, and again, not bearing the lead for next week, that's going to be some of the messaging that you're going to hear from us is like, how do we get more for less and based upon the messaging at Ignite. So there's that. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I, I'd be remiss if I didn't bring up a, a, a word 
that I do every time we talk about conferences, despair row. Um, <laughs> so, you know, in looking at the venue on camera, I found it interesting that, uh, that, um, I didn't see too many people parked off in the corner by an outlet. <laughs> then again, it was a small crowd and it would, it would be very odd for that to happen. Um, I, I will say this though. Uh, I was talking with a colleague about, about the event and, and uh, he was, he was perplexed at the same time he was, cause he, he's mostly a WebEx user. Uh, he was perplexed that like during some of the sessions before and after it was almost like there were hot mics Um it, it's worth noting that these were like streamed uh, through different ways. So like, you know, it's not that teams functions that way. It's like there's teams, there's teams, live events, and then teams webinars. So like when you have a meeting or a webinar and you're just like streaming and you're, or you're taking, taking a video feed and just pumping it across into a, into a browser. Um, it's a little different, right? It's uh it's a little different than just having a, you know, hot mic, cold mic on off. Um, so, you know, again, not making excuses for them, uh, Microsoft and the people that were doing that. It's, I found it actually kind of a little endearing because I was like, Hey, you hear the little chitter chatter and stuff was going on. Um, the other thing I want to bring up a little more lighthearted. Did you happen to catch, uh, Marcus Sinovich and Scott Hanselman session? No, no, I didn't. Yeah, I, I forget what it was, but when I was going through what, what they were covering, I think it was the Zoom it covering Zoom it, I believe. Yeah, so I use Zoom it, it all the time. I yeah, I would, it wasn't really important for me, even though obviously those are two very important figures. So that I didn't, I put, I saved it to the backpack. I kept, I'll catch it some yeah. other time, but so I didn't actually watch it live. No, just it, it was the 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 thing that was the misnomer was it wasn't true. It was about Zoom it. It was, but it was more about modern day development and how to make changes and it told it kind of actually broke down how zoom it is built so it was about zoom it yeah but you know hanselman pretty much put the screws to to marcosinovich a few times there and uh it was all lighthearted and good natured but uh if you get a chance to watch that i'm sure i think actually part of it is on youtube but it is uh it was pretty pretty entertaining uh both of those guys are pretty entertaining um and i do also like every year I look forward to Mark's state of Azure uh, where he talks about the new stuff that's coming down and what's out there. And he talks about uh, beast, son of beast, you know, the machines as they get bigger and bigger and bigger. Uh, and um, I think I posted on, I, I know I at least replied to it, but I posted a uh, comment about he played uh, breakout for yeah, Pong inside of uh, task manager. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I can appreciate that. <laughs> if you ever want to know what a ten thousand uh, dollar computer demo looks like uh, running on like eighty bazillion cores, uh, check that out. <laughs> um, I know we're getting close to time. Uh, we were very kind of high level here. We because we want you to uh, one attend our event if you're you know customer and you, you you got the invite. If you're not and you want to come, shoot me a message in LinkedIn. We'll see what we can do about getting you there. Um, Again, top takeaways, really security centric. Uh, a lot of a couple sessions on zero trust, which is, you know, again, near and dear to my heart. Um, that hybrid conversation on what we're doing from a tooling perspective. Uh, there's some new uh, graphic style tools that might kind of displace Canva, um, other tools like from an Adobe perspective. Uh, yeah, check, check those out. We'll put some links in the down below. So check those out. Uh, anything else you want to bring up before you 
bounce and get ready to do another recording for two shows in one day. <laughs> um, it was actually one thing I thought was really interesting is that, and not something I really been pounding the drum for it, but I thought, oh, that'll always be cool if they did that. Um, co-authoring for Power Apps, oh. uh, which I thought was pretty interesting. You know, I, I think, especially with the way that you know we work and things like that, I think. Um, co-authoring apps like that and be able to see updates and changes in real time and things like that, I think would be pretty awesome. And I think that's in preview right now, if I remember correctly. Um, but uh, yeah, with the, I guess they updated the, the, the app designer for Power Apps to, to make that happen. So yep. yeah, I'm curious to see how that works. And I think it should be pretty interesting to see how it goes. So so, so, so you, you didn't miss the big VR thing they did that one time where people were living in with bubbles over their heads and all that metaverse stuff? Uh, was it this this past night? No, the one before this one. Oh, we we are actually in a virtual room under a whale. Remember that? Uh, I think so. Yeah, yeah. That, was, that, was, <laughs> that, was, that was something. That was something. <laughs> I am glad they didn't do that this time because I felt really disconnected. I you know I'm scrambling and trying to find a find a VR set, and I figured nah. By the time I figure it out, it'll be over. So. <laughs> Uh, as usual, we want to thank Solutions for Networks, our landmark anchor sponsor. Uh, Solutions for Networks provides professional services and integration for enterprise hybrid cloud networks, as well as critical network security and cloud services. Uh, we have lots of activities around data center, cloud, hybrid, and everywhere in between. So uh, reach out to Solutions for Networks at number 4 nets.com uh on that note thank you all and thank you as listeners if this makes it to the views thank you for viewing and looking at my wonderful batman hoodie today uh on that note we'll see you on the next go have a great day